Hello, Sunbeam. Hola, Mireito de Sol. I'm so excited that you could join me. I hope that this becomes one of your comfort podcasts that you listen to while washing your clothes, studying in your dorm, or going through the phases of life and adulthood. Maybe while you're on a drive, but make sure you don't fall asleep. My point is, I plan to be a part of your healing journey, your light, your highs, your lows, the storms, and all the moments in between. So join me. Let's talk. This is Healing with Joyce the Sunbeam. It's autumn now. My favorite season. Just watching the long summer days churn from its golden aura into a rustic honey brown. It's like watching fire burn through wood, a satisfying crackle and pop. The smell, the vibrance, the residuals of spring in Malibu. Autumn is a season that has a romantic love affair with the rest until winter yearns for its, its gentleness, its quaintness, the shower of brown leaves resting against the vibrant, soothy earth. It's beautiful. It's slow. Autumn dances, and if you are lucky enough, you get to catch the steps of its waltz in a palette of depth. So how are you, my little sunbeam? How are you? I feel like time won't slow down, and it's almost 2024. Crazy. It feels like I was wearing suspenders and sipping juice boxes or making soap in my fifth grade science class just yesterday, or having my first crush at summer camp, crying with friends who we swore forever, but now they're just ghosts haunting my memories. Anyway, my point is, time flies. So let me tell you what's been going on with me. First, it's been hard. Even when I say I'm good, Just know that that phrase encompasses so many emotions, highs, lows, rebuilding, change, agony, laughter, and moving forward. I'm good. I'm good some days means I'm simply existing, floating like the stars in the backdrop of a dark blue ocean. It means I'm trying my best, but it still hurts. It means I'm frustrated with life, wondering when it will change. It could also mean that I've learned that content is the new happy. Yeah, (laughs) anyways, I've been good. So as I was saying, um, how am I? Recently, a friend of mine passed away. He was younger than me. I've talked about him in the first few episodes. Mr. Complicated, the kid, a piece of my heart. I remember hearing he passed away, and my mind couldn't cope with it. I would not accept it. Then his mom confirmed it, and I remember freezing, 
not even numb, but nothing. I felt nothing. I thought I would be in shambles. I thought it would hurt. And it did, but the grief came in a quick wave. And then it went away. Then it went back to not feeling. I was wondering, I was like, what's wrong with me? Am I selfish? Am I incapable of grieving? Am I freezing again? But then I realized that I had been grieving him for a long time. Back when he was alive and walked away from my life without looking back or saying goodbye. It's been years. I want to say the last time we were friends were probably like 8-10 years ago. So that's a long time of grief. And then I saw him in 2019 and it was nice. It was pleasantries, but it wasn't friendship. I don't know how to describe it. Let me go back and backtrack a little bit for the sunbeams who never got a chance to listen to that podcast because I don't want you to judge him without hearing the full story. Um, He was incredible. He was magic. His gift was making everyone feel good, feel special. I don't know. He healed. He healed. That's the best way I can describe him. But he was also dark and complicated and dealt with his own demons that no one knew about. He was an angel suffering on earth. That's the best way I can describe him. So the highs in our friendship were high, but the lows were lows. Um, Yeah, just remembering him, of course, I'm going to be a little sad, but I choose to remember all the good moments because he always took into account how I felt and what mattered to me. Did it get complicated along the way? Yes. And maybe one day will I write a romance inspired by him? Maybe. (laughs) But the real romance was the way the world fell in love with him. The way everyone wanted to be around him. He was popular. He was full of joy. He was smart and humble at times. But very argumentative. It was like a little bit of a paradox within him right but I think the moment that matters for those of you who are like wait so why did he walk out of your life without looking back or saying goodbye um part of me thinks that he was afraid he was afraid to let anyone truly in I think even with me there's a boundary that's reserved for special people we can give and give and wear this mask, you know, to the whole world. But the people who you let see your vulnerability, let see your pain, it's a very different wall. And I think he was afraid because I had seen him at his lowest point, you know. And I think when you're as closed off as he was, you never really accept love or allow love to the depths where it penetrates your soul, where it gives you hope in tomorrow. Everything I realize now was surface for him. He loved the feeling of love and he loved the feeling of giving love, but he could never quite accept it for himself. 
excuse me. And I loved him. I loved him so deeply. And we weren't perfect. I don't want to, you know, paint me in this picture. I'm sure I got on his nerves too. Um, but this is the hard part. When I found out this news, as I said, I was shocked. I was hurting. But why was my first thought about me? Why was I so selfish? My first thought was, what did I mean to him? How could he go? How could he leave me? You know, I always held on to the hope that we could rekindle our friendship. That time and maturity and fate would bring us back together. But do you hear it? It's all about me. And I was like, oh my goodness, Joyce. He just passed away. His family is grieving. This is the hardest moment. Like, he's not here anymore. Like, I don't think you understand that. He's gone. And I was so mad at my brain. I was so mad at my nature. I was so mad for having the questions I did. When somebody dies, why are you asking about what they meant to you? Like, or I guess what I'm trying to say is, why is it about me? I don't know, guys. I'm still working through some stuff. But as I said, it's been hard. I miss him. I miss our friendship. I miss the version of him I knew. Um, Fast forward, I guess the piece I have is in 2019. That was the last time I saw him and spoke to him. I told him how I felt. I didn't hold back as long as it was appropriate. I wanted to make sure that he knew how much I loved him and how much I cared for him as a friend, um, as a person. I wanted him to feel supported. I also apologized for hurting him because there were moments in our friendship I think he expected me to be there and I disappointed. I wasn't there, no matter how I shape it, no matter what was going on in my personal life, I know the pain of someone not being there, even if it makes sense. So, yeah. And his funeral is coming up, and I'm still trying to figure out if I want to go. I don't know. I don't know if going will help. Or if we'll make it worse, or if it will open Pandora's box. I don't know why it's still about me in this moment. I guess I could think about it. I guess I could think about the people he would have wanted at his funeral. Maybe, maybe he would have wanted me there. I don't know. It's a tricky, weird space. It's a weird grade to be in. But yes, that's what's been going on recently in my life. I'm working. I'm blessed to be working. I'm happy for working. I feel like I'm working, but I'm poor all the time. <clears throat> you know, the struggle. Um, I'm also fighting some allergies. You guys can hear it. I've always had bad allergies, but with the seasons, as beautiful as autumn is, It really does something to me. So if you hear me sniffling and coughing (laughs) on this podcast, I am so sorry. (laughs) Um, 
Thank you for allowing me the space to just talk and heal with me. Um, can I be honest, though? How many of us, like, raise your hand. I know that I can't really see you, but just raise your hand in spirit with me. How many of us are tired of this year? Like, no more fires, no more earthquakes, no more storms, no more disasters, no more wars. How many of us are tuckered out? 2023 for the world has been hard. Um, for those who haven't been getting media coverage, for my sisters and brothers all over the world who feel silenced, who feels like nobody cares, nobody's listening to them, my Middle East, my friends, my family, everywhere around the world. I'm so sorry. This year has been a lot, I know. And I just wanted to send out love and support. I just want the last few months of 2023 to be spectacular and wonderful for all of us. I don't know how, but it will, right? Because it's been tough. But yes, today I didn't want to start off with melancholy, but I somehow always do. Um, I wanted to give a little TED talk. More like a sunbeam talk, because, you know, that's already a thing. But let's do that, a sunbeam talk. Part of me has always wanted to be a public speaker and, you know, just share my dreams and share my experiences and share some life lessons. So please stick around for part two. Welcome, welcome back. I had to go get some tea, some warm lemon honey tea to soothe my throat. Because um, I'm over here sounding like I swallowed a frog. And I promise you guys, it's just allergies, but they really wreak havoc on my life. I have them most times of the years. Um, I am on a holistic journey because I do realize that allergies are not normal. I was today years old when I found out that allergies is an inappropriate response. It's actually an autoimmune disease. So whenever you hear somebody say it's just allergies, you might want to be like, hey, sunbeam, you might want to get that checked out. But yes, anyway. Welcome to the part of the segment where I try to motivate and encourage by sharing my life stories and experiences. It's like our version of TED Talk, only I'm going to call them Sunbeam Talks. So yes, I'm excited. Let me take another sip and we're going to get into this. Alright. One of the lessons life has taught me and I've learned about myself is we are far more powerful than we think we are. We tend to see our life as a story that has already been written or certain things are just meant to happen. It is what it is type of energy instead of seeing us as the creator and the author of our stories. Now, can we control everything? No. Can we control the weather? Not that I know of, but do you? But there are things when it comes to 
our personal development, our perspective, our choices, the way we choose to see and respond and, you know, move. And I know we've all heard it from our parents. Trust me, as a teenager, uh, my mom used to say, you're so negative. Like, you know, this is just how you are. She called me, what was my name? Eeyore? <laughs> yeah, she called me Eeyore. And I was like, bitch, I'm depressed. <laughs> but of course, I didn't say that to my mom. But I was thinking that because I truly believed that this was life. That it was sad and that and these unfair circumstances were always happening, you know? Yeah, so how do we change? How do we step into our power? How do we step into our grace? How do we change our mind? Well, let's get into it. Alright, some of the lessons that I've learned in order to change your mind is... First, being sick and tired of the way things are. Don't you just wake up and hate the mundaneness? Don't you hate the aching, the hurt, the depression, how heavy it is? Some of us literally roll out of bed. We struggle with waking up and getting going because we know what the future holds for us. We know that it's been the same as yesterday. It's the same faces. It's the same people. We're living in a world of depression. We're living in our own lethargy. Um, so yes, the first thing is the desire. That was powerful. I got sick and tired of myself. There was a point where I said, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this low vibrance, this low energy. I'm tired of being fat. I'm tired of not being healthy. I'm tired of my mind always bullying me. I'm tired of the way people are treating me. <clears throat> and I deserve better. And then I started to create what better looked like. Having that clear image, having that motivation, having that hope. And if you're sitting there right now listening and you're like, Sunbeam, I don't have anything. I don't have any hope. I don't have an image or something that I want, then that's your homework. I need you to work on that. I need you to picture your happiest version of yourself. I need you to go back and go out in the world and discover what makes you happy. Maybe you like to travel. Maybe you like to read. Maybe you're into something that you would usually judge as weird, you know, as long as it's safe. Make sure you go out there and live. Go out there and like find laughter. So this part of the journey is the push. This is the push. The catalyst is being sick and tired of your story, of your life and things happening to you. People treating you wrong. That's the part where it started. Now the push is you getting outside of your comfort zone. Of you being sick and tired. You know, of everything. So what do I do next? Once you have that image in your head of your happy version of yourself, this is where we start to make promises. This is where we start to pray if you believe in that. This is where we manifest. This is where we say to ourselves, I deserve better. I deserve love. 
I deserve change. I deserve healing. I deserve to have people who want me. You start speaking this into existence. The air around you changes. You are creating. This is magic. This is alchemy. This moment. This excitement. This hope. The thing that makes you get up just one more time. This is for you. So remember, you cannot do these things without the strength and energy. So be patient and be kind with yourself. If you're physically healing, take your time. I don't expect you to jump out of bed if you're not feeling well or if something's going on internally. These steps, I'm saying them and they sound easy, but these steps take time. It took me about two to three years on my healing journey just to find out what happiness was for me. So see it that way. Um, also, I learned to have this discipline of not waiting to feel. That is very important. Don't wait to feel in order to have confidence. Confidence does not fall from the sky you're not going to wake up one morning after hating yourself for 20 plus years and then wake up one morning and feel like, oh, I finally like me. Like, I'm great. No. Confidence is a muscle. You have to work on it day by day. You have to deal. You have to tussle. You have to fight. And I know some of you right now are exhausted. You're like, Ugh, why would I do this? This sounds like twice as much work. It is, but you are worth it. You are worth all the stars in the sky. You are worth all the light in the world. You are worth it. Your existence matters. You matter. You are love. Even if you haven't felt it in forever, you are love. It's just buried. It's just been asleep. It's just been hiding under the narrative that we've subscribed to. Again, if you've your whole life have felt unlovable, that's the story. That's your story. That's your character. That's your character development and archetype. It's embedded in you. You are the sad girl. You are the girl who never gets the guy. You are love. You are a series of unfortunate events book reference you are all of these things that you tell yourself you are do you see that do you see the power of a narrative so why can't you be the girl who heals the boy who heals whatever your pronoun is heals why can't you be that why can't you be great why can't you rise from the ashes of these chains that are weighing you down, the heaviness of living small. And I don't know what your journey is going to look like. Everyone's is different. But I think that these are the principles and these are something, the foundation that everybody needs regardless of what it ends up being. And you need help and you need support don't you ever for a second, my little sunbeam, think that you can do this alone. I say this over and over again. 
because that's how many times we need to hear it. You are not meant to go through this alone. And I know some of you right now are saying, oh, great, I got to find friends, too. Well, dang, this is hard. I might as well give up now. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do that. You deserve friends. You deserve love and laughter and happiness. And it gets easier along the journey. These things will naturally come to you. We have magnetic energies around us. I believe that. Just from studying science, we are a law of attraction. Good things will come to you. Just continue to be love and kindness and patience. Continue to have grace for yourself. And people will come along your journey to help you grow, to test you, to teach you things. But you still deserve it. You deserve to grow old if that's what you want. You deserve children. You deserve to feel better than you've ever felt before. You deserve to go past the limit of our imaginations. We think too small. We think about our bubble and our earth and our world. Our dreams are too small. We deserve that plus more. I want you to be happy. I want you to heal. I want you to find yourself, even if you have to go to the ends of the world, to the depths of understanding to find you. I'm rooting for you. I'm encouraging you. I will be here for you along the journey. But I need you to see your power. I need you to become the author. Stop subscribing. Get up this morning, actually, and do something do different. Do something that you've never done before that brings you joy. Take a different route to school or work. Enjoy the peace. Enjoy the scenery. Get a new hairstyle. Go to the gym. Take a walk. All the cliche stuff that we've heard a thousand times, that is where our help is. It's very important. It's always the small things. It's always the things that we've ignored and abandoned in our self-love journey that we need the most. That's why it's a struggle. Try to remember your childhood if it was happy or try to go back to a place that felt safe and draw your strength and energy from that. Again, this is what you deserve. This is your life. This is your magic. At the end of my story, because as we talked about grief and my friend passing today, I realized that I don't have forever. I could be gone in the wind tomorrow. I could be gone in a year. And how did I leave this world? Did I leave quietly? Like a speck that no one ever saw? Was I insignificant? Or did I roar loudly with change? Did I charge forward with passion? Did I make the best out of every moment? Did I change my mind? Did I share my heart? Did I give my story? 
I have found that happiness is not always this big grandiose idea. I find that sometimes happiness is simple and small. I just want to share ice cream with a stranger and laugh and tell stories and see the little sparkle in their eye as I walk away knowing that I gave them a little bit of my magic. Um, I just want to travel the world and maybe I won't get to but travel to places that show me the world. They show me different perspectives. They take me out of my bubble. They take me out of this idea that is so deeply embedded in Western culture. I want to laugh. I want to love. <laughs> I've already had romance, so I feel like my life's already rich. I've fallen in love with nature. I've fallen in love with the sun. I've fallen in love with God. And for me, God is love. And love loves me. You can do it. I'm not special. I'm not incredible. I just decided to change. And I put my foot down. And I fought. And I screamed. And I broke things. And I had my heart broken. And I was weak. And I was tired. And there were days where I gave up. I gave up sunbeams. And those are the days that friends and community and support were there for me. And it doesn't have to be a lot of people, just one or two good people. Sometimes it's the love of a stranger. There are days where I'm empty and hollow and all it takes is for a beautiful bird in the sky to lift me up. Make your happiness simple. Make your, make your change simple, but strong. Don't forget who and what you're fighting for because this life is yours. This earth is yours. The pleasure, the highs, the lows, the depths, it's yours. Your healing is yours. So if you're listening right now, please say this with me. I will change. I will get what I deserve. I will seek my happiness and love. I will deserve I will get what I deserve. I believe in you, Sunbeam. Keep going. Keep fighting the good fight. And know that regardless of how it goes, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to see what the rest of the year brings you. I'm excited for more episodes for special guests. If you'd like to be a special guest, please email me at JoyceWriterly orb at gmail.com no spaces joyce writerly orb at gmail.com thank you again for tuning in